0: Hey, everybody, welcome into the Fantasy Effect. This is episode 57. Uh, we're doing a listener mailbag. So, we got some good questions. We're excited to talk about that. Uh, We're brought to you by Dynasty Theory in partnership with Dynasty Daddy and Fantasy Football Infinity. Uh, As you can tell, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, it's just Holler and I here tonight. Ron uh, just is uh, either still in the hospital or just barely coming home. He had some had some kiddos, so we wish him the best. Hopefully, he gets some rest. And but uh, Holler and here are excited. We got a good show. And uh, what's up, man?
1: What's up? Yeah, Um, we heard some some good things from Ron. So everything's uh, the babies came and uh we're good yeah we'll wait for him to give us some updates for next week um but yeah i just yeah. want to say thanks to the uh the dynasty theory um discord for the guys giving us some some questions here it's going to be i think it's going to be a good a good show we've got some good good questions and some some good good players to talk about
0: for sure um so we have a little bit of news um i think first of all nothing nothing major but uh jimmy garoppolo um Yeah, suspended uh, two games for violating the NFL substance abuse policy. And it's like, bro, if you got benched while taking, you know, those like PEDs, like what? How bad are you without them? Like, my goodness. Yep. Not good. Uh, And then I don't know if we talked about it
1: already, but I I think it's uh, worth noting that uh, the Seahawks grabbed um, the offensive coordinator from um, University of Washington. Yeah. Um, And I think that's going to be a really good hire. I think it's unfortunate for Alabama, but I think it's gonna be a, a really good hire for um, all those players in, in Seattle. because uh, that guy that guy's good. Um we could, you know, start yeah. the rumors of uh um Michael what's Panics. his name? Yeah, Michael Penix to, to Seattle. Um, you know, but, but we'll see. But I think that's a, a really, really good hire. So I just wanted to highlight that.
0: Yeah, for sure. Saying saying in Seattle, um they I think so Seattle a few days ago they basically needed to either like cut Geno, oh, or yeah. if he's on the roster now he's like his his guaranteed money kicks in so it looks like they're yep. going to roll with Gino at least for another year so that'll be exciting. Uh, I think that's good for the passing game there rather yep. than some kind of a rookie. Yeah, that's probably a, an upgrade.
1: Yep. And I think for um, you know for someone like JSN, it's really good because in in uh, mm-hmm. at the University of Washington, they use multiple wide receivers and and they had and a couple really good, good ones. ones, yeah. And they mm-hmm. used them all. I know Jalen McMillan was injured, but they they used when he was healthy and playing. They they all three of them got the ball. So you know, I would I would like to think Gino is better than Michael Penix, and so you know, I think. Um, I think JSN is is someone that's going to have really benefit from that uh, um, that offensive coordinator.
0: That's true. And then um, I, there's a possibility that Lockett won't be there next year too. I've yeah. seen a lot of a lot of rumors that he might be a cap casually. There was rumors yep. last year too about that, but um, I was just pulling up the target share that they had. Uh, in Washington for the Huskies last year. So Roman Dunze obviously had most of it with one forty. Mm-hmm. Jalen Polk had one one oh eight and McMillan had sixty three, which was a little skewed because he was injured yeah. for quite a bit. But um there was there was plenty of room for, for all of them there. So yeah.
1: Lock it to Kansas City West says I'm okay. I'm I'm good with that. Whatever.
0: Yeah. That would probably be good for his value. Yeah um I don't know what, what Kansas City's cap numbers are right now, but I don't yeah. know if they can make that but work I think they're Actually, definitely a- a good. candidate to get a wide receiver for sure. So just yeah. speculate who. They need someone. Uh sounds like Mike Evans may be on the move. It looks like they're yeah. not gonna give him the franchise tag, but um they're working on trying to get a deal, but I don't know, man. That's a little that that makes me nervous. Uh if they don't bring yep. him back, it makes me really nervous for Baker. Yep. I was gonna say that.
1: Um, you know, and I it's good for Chris Godwin, but I don't know if Chris Godwin will be the same without you know a counterpart there so you know i, I you yeah. know i still think i still like chris godwin but i'm not gonna you know in startups and you know i might if that does happen i might look to move him but it's gonna be he'll probably be a little bit down if uh he does not mike evans does not sign again um west would also love evans in kansas city ah. yeah I so think West. Is it just anybody in Kansas City. <laughs> <or> that? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was gonna say as well. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I think that's about all the the news so far. It's you know quiet time. It's just all the news right now is all rumors. So don't want to say
0: too much. Oh, that's that's all there is to go on yeah, right now. I'm true. I'm curious though, with Mike Evans if he's looking more for somewhere to go get more championships. Um, you know, he got one with Brady, or is he looking just to get a a nice payday? I think that'll be pretty telling because yes. desperate teams that could – Yeah, get a lot I
1: think of- – for, for, for me, I think he should be going after championships now. He's got 10, 1,000-yard seasons. Like, he's he's a really good – he's put in a really good um, – like, he's put together a really good career. So I think he just should go out and try to get a few more championships. But we'll see.
0: We will see. Um, yeah, I right, agree with you, West. Let's do it. OK, uh, just real quick, though, we're talking about Kansas City's bad receivers like they didn't just like win the win the Super Bowl. Yeah. So let's. So what are, I not mean, line. let's not let's, let's keep much. it. Let's keep it in check a little bit.
1: <laughs> all right. This first question is good. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, this actually comes from Mitch uh, from the Dynasty Theory pod. But basically, we just said is, is a Russian quarterback still the, the you know, the for all of you old uh, Nintendo nerds out there, the Konami code, which is basically like a super cheat. Um yep. with so many rushing quarterbacks entering the league every year. Like is it still um like basically that's still like a cheat code or is it just kind of like this is the status quo now? So for me, um
1: I'm kinda in the same boat as uh I think this is what maybe was Ron notes Ron's notes, but uh I yeah. um I kinda think it's more of like a, the status quo, right? There's a lot of um running quarterbacks, but also um you know, like you put like the top 12 quarterbacks and like there's only a few of them in my opinion that like make a huge difference um, with their rushing, right? And so like I think all quarterbacks need to be somewhat mobile. There's only a few of the older guys in my opinion that are purely pocket passers Um, and so Mm – you know, like someone like Aaron Rodgers or uh, Kirk Cousins; those are the two that really pop in my head. Is like those are the guys that are purely the pocket passers. And yes, they both tore their ACL and 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 whatever. But I just think those to me are the you know the older quarterbacks are the ones that are like the purely the pocket passers. Um, and so somebody like you know Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, um, Tua; like those guys all are. Running the ball, Lamar Jackson. All of them are, are running the ball a bit, and so I, I personally think this is just part of where the the where the NFL is going, and what all the new quarterbacks coming in they need to have like a a component of their their game to have a little bit of running.
0: For sure, and I and I think too if you if you don't have that rushing upside, your ceiling is pretty capped at like yep. a, like a back end QB one. Uh, like an upper echelon like QB2. If you look, like some of the guys in the back of the, the QB1 range, it was like Tua, Baker, CJ Stroud, who all didn't really run the ball. Yep. Uh, Matt Stafford, Derek Carr were kind of in that top end of the, the QB2s. Um, all guys who really don't don't run ever. Yep. Um, and then I think Jared Goff is the one that over the last two years, he, so he finished QB7 this last year, and he had only 21 rushing yards. So, But he... Him and Tua actually led the league in in passing yards as last year, but they were still like a full you know eight points per game behind Josh Allen was, um, so it's just kind of goes to show like you if if you're not going to get any rushing yards or rushing touchdowns, you basically have to be just like hyper efficient in the passing game and have a, a throw for a ton of yards and a ton of touchdowns. Otherwise, um, it's just it doesn't matter. And like guys like Justin Fields, like let's like he he pretty much is always in that back end QB one, top end QB two, and he's not anything like maybe an average passers and probably a generous way of saying it um just because he he runs the ball so well.
1: yeah and so i just went over to fantasy calc real quick and just the current top 10 wide receivers on there is josh allen patrick mahomes cj stroud jalen hurts lamar jackson justin herbert joe burrow joe burrow is the first one that to me is like okay he doesn't run the ball a lot but he still can run the ball Right. Um, yeah. All those guys I've just said so far, Justin Herbert, maybe a little bit as well as not, but he still can also run the ball. Um, Anthony Richardson is QB eight. Caleb Williams. We'll talk about him in a second. QB nine, Jordan love QB 10, Trevor Lawrence, 11, Kyler Murray, and then fields is 13. Right. So all 13 of those guys can run the ball. Right. And so to me, this is not to more. This is, I agree is more the status quo. Like, they, you have to have a component of your game uh, be running in order to be a top 10, top five quarterback fantasy or even in the NFL.
0: For sure. Uh, and then if, if just looking at some of the the top quarterbacks coming in the, the 24 class, right? Like Caleb Williams, the last two years, he averaged 490 rushing yards, 10 touchdowns, 10 rushing touchdowns, strike May 740 yep. yards um eight rushing touchdowns Jaden daniels over 1100 rushing yards 10 touchdowns even jj mccarthy who you don't think of as a as an athletic guy was uh averaging 371 rushing yards four rushing touchdowns bow Nix 387 and 10 so um all, all these guys really have uh, michael Penix actually is the one who isn't yeah uh who doesn't run the ball at all and and you can kind of see in mocks he's kind of fallen out of out of yep. favor with nfl and i i mean it's not because he's not a a good passer because he is it's um i mean i think part of it is he's a, he's a statue yep. and uh, it will injury concerns too but
1: i agree yeah injury and, and then he's also a little bit older um but like one that stands out for me is i don't i don't love drake may but i feel like that that rushing upside for him is what's helping him stay mm-hmm. up top that top three quarterbacks right um i know jj mccarthy's creeping in a bit i'm not a yeah. huge jj mccarthy fan but to me, like those numbers, you know, speak for themselves that that rushing needs to be a component of of your of your game for you to be a, a top quarterback in the NFL.
0: For sure. All right. Um, this next one here comes from Roy. So basically, well, I'll just kind of read his question here. So we all know this time of year when vet running backs are cheap because it's the offseason. But we also don't know. Uh, we don't want to buy vets yet until free agency. Ideally, the drafts we know where these guys are playing. Uh, But he said, also, uh, he's bored and he wants to make trades. So he's like, "All right, who who am I going after here?" I'll let you tackle this one first.
1: Yeah. So my one of my favorite guys, uh, the older ones, is Kamara. Uh, He's cheap. He's going late in in startups. So to me, that kind of tells me that you know he's like probably a mid, if you want to just do straight up draft pick. Um, probably a mid second rounder, right? Two, maybe two six to two eight. That's someone sets a, a a pick, I'd be feel comfortable. So say I was in the mm-hmm. the maybe I lost in the semi or or I was in that the first round of the of the playoffs, and I want to bolster my my running back um room. And you know, I think all right, I have two seven, right? I feel like Kamara is somebody that's going to continue to get the ball, continue to get those 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 catches, um, you know, and I just think that he's going to be somebody that they're going to use, even though I know um Kendra Miller will be part of the, the game next year. Um I just still feel that Kamara will definitely be, is that a, a huge piece of that offense in, in new Orleans. Um, and then another one that, you know, I don't, I don't want to steal the other ones, but I do love James Conner. I'll let you talk, talk a little bit about him and then Monty. Monty's always a really good one. Um, I think Ron put this guy in there um you know mm-hmm. clearly Detroit Lion. but I still think Monty is also going to get the same amount of work he had had this year those those two running backs in Do Detroit. You? I just I feel like for them to have the same kind of offense that they did this year they, they should. I don't know for yeah. I haven't looked into it enough to say that I feel confident either way right now. But I still think he is a buy because he will. They should be using him that same way, and I still think he's pretty cheap. Um, I I want to take a look at uh, while you're going over. I want to see kind of who recently where uh, Monty's been going in in startups, and that would probably give me a little better idea of what kind of rookie pick. I'm guessing he would probably be more of like a late first, early second, right? So he's not more of a cheaper vet. But he's somebody that is not as old as some of our other vets, but I think is still somebody that's going to produce well, um, especially with this running running back class being a little bit weaker. Uh, he's somebody that I think you could go out and kind of that will really help you kind of for that championship run.
0: Yeah, so I think Montgomery definitely has a little more longevity than some of these yes. other guys we're talking about. So that's that's why he's a little more expensive. But yeah. you're also you know you're getting probably a, a good you know two three years rather than just like one maybe two. Yeah, with some of these guys, but. Um, the the two that I brought up uh, were James Conner and Aaron Jones. They're actually kind of in that same tier um, as Alvin Kamara. Uh, it's kind of in that that two hundred seven to two twelve range. Um, and I was kind of thinking about too, like what so what happens if you know you were a contender? You probably you might have traded your second already. So try to go with the work the working theory of all right, let's start with a twenty five second and go from yep. there. Uh, 25 seconds straight up probably isn't getting it done so yeah um adding a maybe a 24 third or maybe you have a a third that wasn't yours and that's kind of more like mid um yep. you could you could try to throw that in there or a player in that area and the, and the kind of the names I i came up with were you know throw in like a Wandale robinson or like a chuba hubbard or a zamir white someone that um may not you know they they had some production a little bit of hype last year i think Wandale's gotten a little bit of hype because i think it was cd lamb who was talking about how he liked he liked wandale the other day uh zamir white uh we know josh jacobs is a is a free agent and there's rumors he's not come back to vegas so you can kind of start telling yourself a tale of, walking by low on zamir white and you know ship off you know uh, alvin Kamara, aaron jones james connor um so those are the guys I like. I think Aaron Jones and Connor probably each have one good year left in them. Yeah. So this isn't a, uh, you know, you're here for a good time, not a long time with those guys. Yep. But I think if you're close, um, they could really bolster your lineup and help you get through some bye weeks and, you know, maybe maybe take you over the edge there to get a championship. Yeah. So.
1: so in one of our recent startups, it was Cole's Charity League, and I I got James Connor at 11.5. Um, you know, somebody that I felt was, yep. you know, Could give me one, maybe two, like because he is—he's twenty-eight, right? So he's on going on year eight. So he's—he's kind of the back end of those running back eight years for him. And so I just think probably only one, like you said already, one year left. Um, One other guy before we move on is I like Joe Mixon. I know there's a little bit of questions where if he's going to come back to um, Mm. uh, Cincinnati or not, but I just think he, you know. He, as well as Kamara, just produces, right? He is uh, RB17 on Fantasy Calk right now. Um, Isaiah Pacheco, is somebody above him. Josh Jacobs is RB13, I think. I would definitely take Jacobs over over Joe Mixon. Um, he's much younger as well. Um, but, like, he, I think, and then also in JB's tiers, he is in Tier 6, RB16, Uh, through 24 so he might be a little bit more expensive kind of like Monty um that late first um so but if say you are you have that 112 right and you have a really really good wide receiver room uh your quarterbacks are set um and you're on the clock or it's close to draft day after the NFL draft and you're like okay I think I need a running back Uh, I think Mixon or Monty or somebody would be um someone good that like you could ship off that one twelve, Um, you know not only saying if that wide room wide receiver room is is firm right because this wide receiver class is really really good and you have two really good quarterbacks maybe you even have a third because um, those are the two areas that i would be you know at 112 looking at if i was a a, a championship team um, so, so i feel like that would be you know a good spot for mixing but
0: i have a good feeling about him coming in next year do you do you feel like are you worried at all about his like kind of decline? Because he did kind of look like he wasn't quite the same guy. So yeah, a, a little bit. But what I what I want to like ra- like lean towards is
1: the Bengals altogether were just not For the worse. same team this year. Um, you know, and so I I think he might not get the same amount of uh, touches and all, but I still think he will produce. Um, you know, because uh, shoot, I forget his name off the top of my head. Um, Chase Brown. Yes. Thank you. Chase Brown is there. So I think it might be actually good for him. Say he comes back to Cincinnati. They use a little bit of both of them. Chase Brown is obviously a different running back from, from Joe Mixon, but I think Joe Mixon will continue to be that red zone guy. And so, you know, I think he will get those touchdowns. He will get the the work there. And I think he would be somebody that if you're like, just need to either a flex guy or maybe you need, you're, you're really weak at RB two, uh, with how bad this, this, I wouldn't say bad, but how weak this running back class is. I think, you know, I would feel okay shipping off that one twelve for uh, Joe Mixon. That's fair.
0: And I, the, the running back class isn't, I don't know if bad's the right word, Yeah, there's not, I, there's not like, so we've been spoiled the last few years, you know, we've had yes. like the B. John Robinson's the Jameer Gibbs, um, I mean, frankly, even like like Najee Harris, we were all really excited about him. Javante Williams, we were stoked for like some of those guys, like Brees Hall. um Yeah, we were Kenneth Walker. We were stoked for all these guys. They had a ceiling that they could be at, yeah. you know, a top uh, an RB one. The guys coming in this year, their ceiling is probably like mid to back end RB twos. Yeah, um, which can still be useful on your team, but you're just, you, I mean, you're not going to be stoked about it. It's like when you when you draft Brian Robinson Jr., you're like. I know I'm going to get production here, but I'm not like stoked about it.
1: Exactly. And so I think it also might take some time, like for them to do. It all depends on landing spots for sure for these running backs, I feel like this year. And so uh, I think, you know, it could be some of these guys that come out and take a little bit of time, maybe the second half of the season, they're really, really good. Uh, But it's just going to be kind of figuring out which guy that is and, you know, Someone like a Jonathan Brooks or an uh, uh, Estime, just, just like, or you know th- these Brooks, guys. Yeah. yeah, these guys are like not someone that you're like not a darling, but I, th- I, that is not the right word to say at all. Just I think it's a weaker class than what we're used to, and I, I think we've been like mm-hmm. you said, spoiled.
0: We have not and Audrick Estime. Uh, that's my boy, uh, Eddie Lacy Jr.
1: Yeah. All
0: right. All right. Oh, um,
1: win in the eating contest, you know. <laughs>
0: probably. <laughs> i lazy. Yeah. All right. No, uh, I agree. All right. This next one comes in from uh, BF teach. It's uh Anthony Richardson or Jaden Daniels straight up. Who do, who do you got?
1: This one's tough. Cause they're both young. Uh, they, they, they do a lot of the same things, but I think for me, and I think also for you, we, this is kind of another question uh, somebody else had. So it's going to be a little bit me and me and you kind of lean towards a lot of the same guys. Um and so mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Jaden Daniels. Not only because he is, you know, the the newer guy and 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 not um AR got injured last year, but I think the biggest thing is Jaden Daniels is a better passer. Right. And so um they both can 100%. run the ball well. Um, you know, and so I think what I really, really like about Jaden Daniels is like his progression over the last couple of years. I know he went from ASU to um yeah. LSU, but I just like he was solid in ASU at ASU. And then he he's got he, even better. Uh, he and started as a LSU. true freshman. Yeah. And so he's played all four years. I think it is. And so I just feel like for me, he's been it's there for longer. Yeah, yeah. You know, cause I think he's the same age as Penix. Right? Him and
0: Bo Nix. I think I'm Nix, to there. Yeah.
1: I think Penix is even older. Um, and so wow. it's a, just, just for me. I mean, I, I still like Anthony Richardson. Uh, he has a ton of upside that running that running um upside or that rushing upside is, is insane. But I just, for me, I think if I'm picking straight up one, one or the other, I'm taking Jaden Daniels because of that, that passing.
0: Yeah. So I, I think, I think Anthony Richardson is fantasy relevant because of his rushing floor, yep. similar to a way that Justin Fields is. Yep. Um, but I think Jaden Daniels is like a legitimate NFL quarterback who also can run kind of like, more in terms of like like a Lamar Jackson where they can yeah. throw the ball pretty well, but they also they they run. The thing mm-hmm. I will say about Jaden Daniels, this dude takes the most Looney Tunes ass hits I've ever seen in my life. Watching his highlight reels or just like film, like he'll start running, and I don't know if he thinks he's like bigger than he is, like he has a Napoleon complex or something. But I, I saw him get just like suplexed by linebackers yeah. left and right. And like to his credit, I mean he didn't really ever miss time in college. He he stayed pretty healthy. But like he's he's slim. Like if you watch him, he's listed at 6'4, 210. I I have I have questions if he played over 200 pounds. Yeah. Like that's uh, he didn't look like it, right? That's what I was
1: gonna say. Is my one of my like worries with him is just how I wouldn't say small, but he's he needs to pack on some pounds for sure. Um, you know, I know the SEC de- defense is solid, but it's definitely not the NFL defense, right? And yeah. so, if he's going to take those same hits, he's going to be injured just like Anthony Richardson. So they both have some some learning to do, and and so, but you know, at the end of the day, I think the uh, Jaden Daniels passing is what's going to get him farther than um, Anthony Richardson. Um, you know, Anthony, I'm hoping you know, cause I have a, a good amount of Anthony Richardson and there's a lot of hope for him. Um, and that, and that, and a Colts team. Um, but I just think, you know, at the end of the day, I'll give me Jaden Daniels.
0: For sure. The thing with Richardson too, it's just a little concerning is he, his biggest question mark coming in was he's a qu- very questionable passer. Yeah. Um, and he didn't get a time Like he's fairly raw in terms of that. He really yep. needs time and you know, at, at quarterback and, he didn't get it because he got he got hurt so he played four games he left two of those yeah uh once with, yep. one with a concussion and one with you know the the shoulder injury that knocked him out um and the two games he started and finished his passing was i mean one game was was pretty good right he had a you know 64 you know percent completion percentage the other one was 44 percent. so like it was it was pretty jekyll and hyde and i think you might get that for him and it's it's really like are, are we ever going to get the stability and the, and the passing from him, or is it always going to be he's kind of a so so passer and but he's going to be propped up because he, he can run the ball so well?
1: Yeah, and so like this. Uh, now I'm looking at fantasy calc as well with quarterbacks. Anthony Richardson's up there at QB8, so I may go look at shopping him for a plus, like mm-hmm. maybe wait till after, like Jaden Daniels is actually drafted and there's some rookie rookie drafts because Jaden daniel's down at qb 18 i think he'll move up once he gets on a team and there's a little more the the question marks are you know are answered a bit uh but i just that 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 big a difference between the two to me i think is is way too much and so you know i do think that uh anthony richardson probably is a little safer down at like the qb 11 or 12 range um but you know, there's still a lot of upside with his run, r- running. Is probably what's propping up there to that top ten.
0: Would you take Anthony Richardson or the 102 just straight up? The 102, and, and I would take. Uh, well,
1: probably Daniels. Yeah, I probably take Daniels, but I might even just go with Marvin Harrison Jr. Big Mar. I think. It, yeah, I think it would depend. Like, I, I don't want the, the cop out answer depending on my team, but those I would, I, I would take the 102 before, over Anthony Richardson. Because they give me either Daniels or
0: or Marvin Harrison. So, so fantasy calc has Richardson over Kale Williams right now, which I think is
1: yeah, so, Craig, right? yeah,
0: there's eight and nine. Yep. And so, yep, I agree. Uh, yeah, uh, they are back to back, but technically he is still higher. So, that's, that's why true. I, I, that's true. I phrased it a little, a little, uh, yep. you know, clickbaity, but it's, um, I don't know. That, that feels, I think there's a disconnect there. I right? feel like, yeah, I definitely want to maybe shop Anthony urchison and see. Yeah.
1: So I, I, felt, I felt like he was, I was just scrolling over there and I was like, oh, wow, that's, I, I we talked about it earlier, but I, it didn't register when I said he was QB8. And now we're talking about it. It's like, okay, that's a little high.
0: For sure. Um, all right. This next one comes in from cloth and I, I skipped over it. Cause I realized I, you know, something about when you're, when you're reading the questions off showed up and make fun of Ron all the time, but it happened to me too. So yeah. It's hard. All right. uh, It's reading stuff guys. All right. Go said, said, uh, who are the the players that you guys disagree on the most? Uh, and and kind of, where do we come down to those guys? So yeah, let's kick us off.
1: Well, let's first let's, let's uh give some love to Ron. The biggest one is Bo Nix uh ron ron disagrees yeah he hates bo Nixon and (laughs) and there's there's some some truth behind it you know um but i just think there is some upside with bo Nixon, and so i don't love it as love him as much as uh uh, spanky does but i don't hate him as much as ron so i'm kind of right in the middle um but i think a big one and i was behind him uh last off season i really liked the enemy going to washington last year um and so brian robinson um and he ended up having a really solid year now don't get me wrong he's not this rb1 crazy good like gonna get you all these points but like i said when i talked about him he was going to be a solid rb2 and that's what he was um and he even included a little bit of uh, pass catching right and i think part of the um uh, Spanky was pushing back on me. Was like, "Oh, I, we think that Sam Howell is going to take away a lot of that rushing," but I, you know, at a, maybe it was Sam Howell. Maybe it's just the way the the you know the how that team operated. But to me, Brian Robinson ended up having a really, really, really good year for him, um, and so I think right now he also still is a buy. Uh, he's super cheap. Um, you know, he is down at RB. Wow. RB twenty eight, right, and so that's right outside the RB two range, um, and I think he's below Jonathan Brooks. Uh, that's somebody we talked about like a couple minutes ago, and I think that's a little crazy. Um, but like, you know, I, he's to me he's he's a buy, and and I do think he's going to have another the same kind of year as he did last year. Low RB two, um, get you some points. Be a really really good flex play for you. Would be okay if you're if you go over a more of a wide receiver build and and he's your RB2. I wouldn't feel I wouldn't love it. But hey, if, if you have if you have like five really good wide receivers in and, and you built zero RB, um, you know, I think that would be okay. Uh, but you know, for me, Brian Robinson, I think we'll have the same type of year, especially with, you know, Kingsbury coming in as offensive coordinator. Um, I wanted to I didn't get time to do it, but I wanted to see um Dan Quinn, how he you know how his offenses were. I think I didn't. I don't think um, Atlanta had that good of a running back when Dan Quinn was there. So I think it was just like mediocre. No, it was
0: it was it was Tevin Coleman and yeah. um, Who was the other one that was there with him? There was two of them that were basically the same.
1: Oh, was it like Mike? Mike
0: Davis. Well, Mike I think Davis was might have there, been right but, behind yeah. both of them, but
1: but yeah. But so yeah, this one. I'll be honest. This question was tough because me and me and Spanky you know lean into like we agree on a lot of players. Um, Rick Freeman was the other one. Oh okay. Um you know Ron Ron doesn't win many championships so he doesn't you know he doesn't like very I'm just kidding. Uh he doesn't uh but we Ron like I feel like he goes Outside the box a little bit more than than Spanky yeah. and I do, and so um, that's what we that's what we love them. Um, so Brian Robbins is the one that kind of came back to me when I was thinking about this question.
0: Yeah, for sure, I, Brian Robins. I think I'm definitely lower on him than than you are, but running back 28 feels stupid. Yeah, though. it's super low. Um, but uh, let me ask you this. So, Antonio Gibson was there with him, who's we know is not the greatest. Um, he's now a free agent. Do you have any concerns that this running, this coaching staff, you know, offensive coordinator, they want to bring in maybe one of their own guys? Because uh, Brian Robinson, I mean, I think he went, what, in the back of the third round a couple yeah. of years ago? So, it, it wasn't like they gave up a ton to get him. Um, are, so, are you concerned at all that they, they bring someone else in that starts taking away some of that work?
1: I do. Uh, you know, I think if they were to bring in somebody that is more of an all around back, you know, I think he he showed that he can also catch the ball. So he did progress. And I, that's what I kind of like about. I like to I like to see that. But I do worry about a little bit, you know, a whole new. Like everything is new in, in, for Washington, right? Nobody there drafted him, you know, new offensive coordinator, new head coach. Um, he's still under contract. So you know, part of me feels like they're going to, they're going to use them, but I I would, that's the one caution I have. And if I were to go out and, you know, try to buy some Brian Robinson, I think I already have a good amount. So I think I'm just going to kind of hold. But yeah, that's, I I was going to bring that up. is like uh, Antonio Gibson's on his way out. You know, he's nobody to, to be worried about. Right. And so that was another reason why I think I really liked him coming into the, this year is like, okay, it's only Antonio Gibson. They didn't really, draft anybody they they drafted chris Rod- rodriguez which is okay whatever um but you know i just that that is my one one worry is that if the new regime grabs their own running back and if they do grab somebody in the in the draft then i would say get him cheap now because he'll probably be good in the first half of the season and then you know try to flip him
0: yeah totally fair uh, the guy I brought up uh, is Bryce Young. So I know, I think probably on this podcast, I've, I kind of talked about yeah. how Bryce Young was, was horrible. Uh, but I've kind of talked myself into it a little bit. So what really the, the the biggest argument I have in favor of Bryce Young, and I actually took him pretty high in a startup recently. I took him, let's see, at the top of the sixth round in a superflex startup. So which I, it was one of the situations where I was like, I waited on quarterbacks. I kind of took, you know, some, some tight ends uh, earlier. Cause it was a, it was a start two tight end with a tight end premium. So I, I, you know, I got a little wonky with my roster build, but anyways, I took Bryce young uh, at the top of the sixth round. Um, and then I kind of started talking myself into him a little bit, but, uh, but here's, here's the, the crux of the argument. Um, he had some of the worst receivers that yep. an NFL roster has ever rostered, you know, this last year, like, Jonathan Mingo couldn't get open to save his life. Adam Thielen's out there. He's, you know, three years past his prime. Um, And if say what you want, like Adam Thielen still had a good season, but he was the only guy getting open for him. So Bryce Young, like he had no one to throw to. He had a terrible offensive line. He had a, just like a put together coaching staff that really didn't do him any favors. Um, That coaching staff's out the door. They got kicked out during the season. It kind of reminded me a little bit, not as, not quite as extreme, but a little bit of like when uh, Urban Meyer was there during Trevor Lawrence's rookie season. And I just thought, you know, he's, he's, he was a really good prospect coming in. He was a one on one overall pick, right? In the NFL draft. Like they're not just going to give up on the kid after one season where they were constant, you know, just, just crap. He had some flashes. Like if you think back to that Green Bay game, um, I mean, he lit up Green Bay's defense pretty good uh, with the cast of characters. The Panthers have a decent amount of of capital. They have some. They have the first pick in the second round, uh, where I think they might use on either offensive lineman or a receiver, depending on what they do during free agency. But I just think it's a situation where I think that you his situation has to get better. Like it can't get worse, right? Yeah. Um, and it's a his price is pretty low right now and i think i think he's worth a gamble like you can you can pretty much throw like a back end you know like a like a 111 112 for him and probably get him in a lot of cases you might have to add a little extra on there to kind of get the deal across the line but um but i mean if you if you have the 110 111 right now in a in a rookie draft like you're not getting a quarterback uh, and if it is it's it maybe we'll be like a jj mccarthy which uh I mean give me price young over him all all day, right? Yeah. So
1: I agree with that. And uh in uh JB's tiers, he's uh tier seven, uh one oh nine. Um, you know, I don't I don't love him. Um one one big you know argument against you is you know he had one good game December twenty-fourth. Uh, I just pulled up his stats, but like he put over he threw over 200 yards, one, two, three, four five games right and so (laughs) so i understand his his wide receivers sucked right his offensive line sucked his coaching staff sucked um you know but i just Mm -hmm. i caution it a little bit i do like the the coach they brought in um that offensive coordinator from tampa bay i think you think he's a young young coach i think he will help him a lot uh but i i just worry so at the end of the day, I think it will just, it would totally depend on where you're getting them, what you're paying for them. Um, I think it the, the sixth round of a startup is really not bad. You know, I don't, I think it's a little bit early for some people, but if you, you know, if, if he has upside there, like if he if he plays better and he probably, it's not that hard to do. If he plays better, uh, you're going to think back on, oh, I got him in the sixth round. Okay, that's pretty, pretty darn good, right? And so I think it all will depend on, uh where you get him and what you pay for him right and i agree i, I would only take i honestly it would depend on where drake may goes i know he like could be a little bit like i i Bryce young is a was a better prospect like you said He they spent that 1 on 1 on him and they traded a bunch away a bunch for him um you know i don't love drake may um so i if i could see like i want to do this right, right now but like I would only feel comfortable putting like Caleb Williams and um, Jaden Daniels over him. I think right and as of right now, I'd probably take Drake May over him as well. But say Drake May goes to the the Patriots, you know, I I don't feel I wouldn't feel very good about that. That, that often that's Fair. not an offensive coaching staff, you know, and so. Um, I still think there's upside to Bryce Young, just kind of like what you said.
0: I, I do too. I th- and I think I mean his situation's it's already improved because uh, you know Dave Canales is the one that came over from Tampa Bay. Yeah. He he got that best. I mean that was the best year we ever seen out of Baker Mayfield. Yeah, and I think Canales is the the biggest part of it, right? And so, um, you know they have. I just mean, pulled up the numbers. The Panthers have uh, like almost twenty seven million in cap yeah. space. I think they they have some contract restructuring they can do to to get a little bit more space. There are guys like there's they've been rumored to to being one of the teams that's going to go out and get spend on a wide receiver. Um, I'd love it if they get like a legitimate target for him, somebody yep. with you know, that can actually separate and get open, um, would would and catch the ball. I mean, Jonathan Mingo has been horrible. They they need yeah. they need some some help there. Um, but I think just like a, a competent, modern NFL scheme will help him as well. And hopefully they get some better blocking in front of him. He had one of the worst offensive lines in front of him too. So um, yeah. they, they really just did him no no favors. And yep. I think, like, when's the last time uh, a rookie quarterback who went, you know, one-on-one um, in the NFL draft has been this, this low, like one season after they're starting? Like, yeah, Trevor Lawrence didn't drop this bad. Like, yeah. I, I feel like we over overcorrected a little bit. He's not at QB twenty one. I mean he's out yeah. there with like Kirk Cousins, who's you know, thirty-five, right? So Yep.
1: Yeah. That's what I was just looking at. He's uh 21, you know, like I, I have a hard time putting him over any of these guys at, about, like I would put him over Deshaun Watson's put so her, Maybe I'll put him at yeah. QB twenty. But like I just like I just said Drake May, depending on where he goes, he, Drake May's up there at QB sixteen. JD Daniels, we talked about it already, QB eighteen, you know, like I could feel comfortable putting in him there at QB 18 and and dropping, uh, Jared Goff and Jake May, right? And so you know it's not that's we're nitpicking right now, but I just I think there is upside. There's the the Panthers are starting to put some pieces. Like the first Domino was a good coach. Now let's see what they do in free agency in the draft.
0: For sure, and I and I think the the upside with Bryce Young, and Kenny, like you mentioned, like the guys around him, like you know Deshaun Watson, Jared Goff. Those guys kind of are who they are, Kirk Cousins, right? Yep. So they're that's they're already at their value, right? Bryce Young. Yep. Now, granted, he could just completely flame out and be nothing, and just you know die on your roster. Uh a la Trey Lance, but he also has the possibility that he could take a Trevor Lawrence kind of arc and go back up towards kind of a back end, you know, QB one. Yep. You know, he he has a Absolutely. nice sophomore season, so I think he's worth the risk. I think I I would trade up to the one 10- zero. Eight, yeah
1: 107 yeah i agree i think that's right where jb has him in his tiers 109 so yeah i would i, I would feel comfortable 108 109 trading him for sure
0: cool all right i think we talked about price young enough um so jake h in the from the discord um ask give us one player at each position that's not currently in the top 10 at their position that we expect to be there next year so I'll, I'll let you. All right. right, first.
1: Um, so I think you put in all these guys down here, Spanky. So um, mm-hmm. let me see if I can pull a quarterback real quick. Um, we talked about it a, a little bit already. I think I'm going to go with. Uh, woo, let's go with a little bit of a hottie, hottie take and go to a right. Oh, uh, um, you know, I think. Yeah. So. What I, what I like about Tua is I know he's connected to Tyreek Hill, right? And I think there's rumors that this is his last year. So to me, I think they're going to have like – and he also has Jalen Waddle. I think they're going to go out and get a tight end, right? If they get a, a tight end, like a – I think that, that team can be really, really good, right? I know he was um, – I think we talked about it earlier. Uh, he like was one of the – leading uh passing yards quarterback in the league this year, right? And so mm-hmm. if he can put a little more like put together a few more touchdowns, run the ball just a little bit, like I think he can climb up into the top 10 pretty pretty easily, right? So let's talk about the guys above him right now. Dak Prescott, Brock Purdy, Justin Fields, Kyler Murray, Trevor Lawrence, Jordan Love, right? So the ones that I want to pick out there Right would be Brock Purdy, Justin Fields, Dak Prescott. And then Drake May, and 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 he's above him right now as well. And so what's well, one, two, three, four, five? That's six people, right? So I think he would be, you know, right at QB 10. And I think that's totally doable. Um, you know, because I have talked about it already, I don't love Drake May. Drake Pre- Dak Prescott is we already kind of know who he is. Um, you know, I know Tua has been in the league a couple of years already, but I do feel like he can t- take a step forward, right? And so that's, you know, a little bit of my my, my hot take for the QB there. Um, real quickly, my running back is Najee Harris. Um, I think we all hate on Arthur Smith, but I do think he is a very good offensive coordinator for, for running backs. Um, and so uh, he is all the way down at RB21. 20... Right, and so I think he can jump up pretty easily. Um, You know, I don't think, um, uh, I don't think, shoot, I'm forgetting his name as well. I don't think Jalen Warren is this like. I think he's an okay running back, right? And so um, Najee Harris, I think, can put together a really, really good year, and I think he could climb on up there. Uh, Maybe not all the way in the top top ten, maybe more like a top fifteen kind of guy. Um, but where he's going in startups, I got him in, um, a recent two tight end startup at 10, 10, I got him at 11, two another startup. And then he went 10, in another startup. I didn't get him there, but like he's going in the 10th and 11th round. So to me, that's really, really good value. Uh, my other guy for wide receivers tank Dell. Uh, I just think, uh, he was already in the, on his way, you know, to, to, Get into the top 10. He got injured, and I think he will put together a really good year. He's connected to CJ Stroud. That guy is amazing. Um, and then tight ends, I think one of those Green Bay tight ends that puts together a whole season could be really, really good. We know the landscape of tight ends is kind of like all over the place. Um, and so we already, you know, we know there's a couple of really good ones that are getting old. And then Brock Bowers is coming in. We have Sam Laporta and, and, um, Trey McBride that are already, you know, really, really good. But I do think it's pretty wide open at the top, you know, eight to, to, to 15 is pretty wide open right now. Um, and so um, another one I really, really like is Jatavian Sanders, but I didn't want to put him in there yet because it really will depend on where he goes and if he's used right away.
0: Yeah. So a couple of quick thoughts. Um, Jatavian Sanders, when you were talking about two again in tight end, I immediately thought Jatavian yeah. Sanders would, would fit. He's, he's fast uh yep. so it kind of fits the, with what mike mcdaniel likes to do yep. um and then i mean two i fully support i think that one of the reasons why he's lower right now um one there's concern about tyree kill but two yep. uh two is playing on the fifth year option right now he doesn't have a long he doesn't have a deal past this year and uh, generally speaking dynasty players get the you know kind of get the ick when when players don't have a uh, a contract um, so past past the year they're on and so that might be part of the reason why he's a little bit low right now too
1: and i think that possibly can you know light a fire under him and and he'll want to play really well too you know if he doesn't get that that contract then maybe he moves away from miami i don't think that will happen but maybe he does but he's gonna have to play really well and so i think say he plays really well he'll probably you know that will be really good for his stock and i think he will be back up in that top 10
0: um for sure also real quick jalen warren uh he actually played uh high school football out by me in salt lake uh east high oh, cool. uh where they filmed high school musical uh for those of you who are are wow that sort of thing. Some trivia oh, so, good time yeah um anyways uh my my quarterback that i came up with i had Kyler. Uh, which is cheating a little bit because he's technically QB 12 right now, but he's still outside the top 10. But I just yep. think, uh, you know, he's one year removed from the ACL surgery. I think he's he plays a full year. There's some guys that, you know, there's usually a little bit of shuffling in the top 10. And so he's kind of one that could sneak in um, the, the one that's a little more, you know, out there, a little more hot take is, is Jaden Daniels. uh, which if you haven't been able to tell, I'm a big Jaden Daniels guy. I think, especially if, if he goes to somewhere like Atlanta um, where they have a lot of passing talent and a, and a good coaching staff, you know, they kind of come from that McVeigh tree. Um, I think it's something it's wheels up for Jaden Daniels. Uh, Ron and I both have the same running back here in Javante Williams. Uh, you know, again, he's, yeah. he's coming off of that, the ACL injury. I think he had an ACL and an MCL, um, and so he – you know, he started to look a little bit better towards the end of last year. It's uh, year two in the Sean Payton offense. Um, there's, he's running back 15 currently, so I think he's got a shot there. Um, kind of more of a dark horse guy, Kendra Miller. Um, he was a really good running back prospect coming out. He didn't do a ton last year. He kind of played, you know, third fiddle. Um, but, I mean, Jamal Williams, I think he's uh, awful. And so I think Kendra Miller is going to cut into that. And uh, I think they could cut him. He's a good, like he, they, they did a disservice for the saints,
1: like signing him with that amount of money. And I think, I think he's a good candidate for cut.
0: For sure. I think Kendra Miller takes over the RB2 role and I, I could see him kind of fill in that, like, you know, back when Kamara had a uh, Mark Ingram in New Orleans, I could see them yeah. kind of doing that. And Ingram was a borderline top, top 10 guy there uh, for a little while. Uh, wide receiver, uh, Drake London. Um, I, I think a competent offensive coaching staff, they're gonna run that that same system, that uh, McVay offensive system. He's down at wide receiver twenty one. Uh he was an ultra talented wide receiver prospect coming out. Uh he got misused for the last two years. I I think people are, have cooled on him a little bit, but I think if if Atlanta gets this is a little dependent on Atlanta getting some kind of a quarterback. Uh I've heard rumors, you know, just Justin Fields um which I I think is still an upgrade over Desmond Ritter. You know, I think what oh, you yeah. want about Justin Fields it's still He's still an NFL quarterback, right? So um, that one's a little bit dependent on someone capable of throwing him the ball. But Drake London has all the talent in the world, and now hopefully a good offensive system. And the last one uh, for tight end, Michael Mayer. Um, he had he kind of took a backseat to Dalton Kincaid and Sam Laporta as like the, the rookie, you know, tight ends who kind of set the world on fire more yeah. Laporta than Kincaid. But um, Michael Mayer's out in Vegas. Uh, they don't have a ton of skill talent out there. Uh, outside of Devontae Adams, it's really Jacoby Myers. Uh, Michael Mayer is probably the other best option or receiving option on that team. Uh, we the Raiders just got Luke Getze, who used Cole Komet quite a bit in that offense. The tight ends were featured pretty heavily, so I think Mayer is going to be uh, a, a pretty good focal point in that offense, and uh, could definitely sneak into the top ten there.
1: And then Justin Fields is kind of rumored to Las Vegas as, as well, and so you know yeah. I think if you know Getzy, as you know he knows justin Fields, so i, I really like that one a lot you know i think um we kind of talked about it with those green bay i actually like michael mayer more than those green bay tight ends um you know and so um i i do think he could he could leap over in, in joku ferguson you know kittle's getting old like i said kittle kelsey andrews those are all guys getting older um i even can see him possibly if he has a really good year jumping pits you know because Pitts was not one of those guys that the the new Atlanta coaches talked about. I don't know, you know, don't want to read into anything there, but I do think that there is a little mm-hmm. bit of um, love loss with with Kyle Pitts.
0: For sure. Well, and they talked about what a good run blocker he was today. I saw King, that instead of instead of a uh, receiving option, which I saw that maybe Kyle Pitts' destiny is just to be misused. I don't know. Yeah. we'll see. Yep. All right. Uh, last last question here we got from the Discord was uh, which free agent wide receiver is going to get the the Christian Kirk Award? So, uh, AKA who gets a huge deal that surprises everyone? Um, so, our
1: guy that was on the cover. I, you know, yes. was, once we saw this question, I was trying to think of. I went back and looked at the, our our um, uh, our free agent um show that we had, and you know. It will really kind of depend on you know if Calvin Ridley does not get re-signed because if he does, I don't think he's going to get this crazy big deal. But if he does go out there, it could possibly cut into Marquise Brown. But I do think it's I do think the the guy is Marquise Brown. I think to me he's one of the the best ones on the market. So it's kind of like um, you know it's kind of like an easier pick per se. But I think the reason I picked him is because you know he didn't have this great year. I know he had some injuries last year. I know I think he he's been injured quite a bit in the, um during, you know, through his career mm-hmm. so far and but I do think he he's somebody that could be a really really good asset on a team. Even if he comes back to Arizona, which I don't know if if that will happen, but I do think people will somebody will throw money at him and I think he will kind of get that same kind of deal. I don't know about the same kind of deal, but like a good amount of money and people are going to be like, "Wow, I didn't I there's no way I would have like thought he would get that that amount of money and so um marquise brown and i do think he will be somebody that will be pretty good like when we were talking about bryce young in, in carolina i was like oh maybe um i think they need somebody like bigger but i i think hey that that he could be a solid guy you know um so i just think it will depend on the team um but i i think marquise brown is the one that i that kind of stuck out for me
0: same I, I, I agree and i kind of had some some stats to help back that up so he had um he's been in the nfl for 5 years um 3 of those seasons he had 100 plus targets That would have been 4 but he missed 3 games this year and he still had 94 so um he's been pretty involved in the different offenses he's been in and i mean we've seen the nfl they they covet speed hollywood is still super fast regardless yep. of what you think i don't i don't think he's a, a wide receiver one um but he's definitely fast yeah. enough teams might might think they can they could get uses out of them, and there's a ton of teams with a ton of cap room who are desperate for wide receivers. Yeah, um, but the Patriots, Titans, Panthers, Bears all have a ton of cap space uh, and aren't the greatest situations, so they might have to throw a little extra money to convince them to yep. come. Um, and I could I could see it, and honestly, I, I would kind of like it in Carolina, but um, yeah.
1: And then another one, I, I uh, you put them on there, but I think the Bears would be like opposite of DJ Moore. I know they... Do a little bit of the same thing, but like I think you know, it'd be, it'd be mm-hmm. say Justin Fields stays there. Um, they trade away that first and they just bolster their team. You know, maybe they don't even get a wide receiver, or if, maybe they do, but like I think that could be really, really good for, for DJ Moore and even Justin Fields if you were to stay there. Um, but then I also like, like I said, I like the Panthers a lot. Um, you know, I don't, the Titans, eh, uh,
0: and the Patriots, eh, as well. <laughs> I mean, the Titans. It was more just because they have yeah, they, really no one. I mean, yeah. Tra- Traylon Burks isn't isn't who we thought he was going to be or, or hoped he was going to be, and so um, they need someone pretty desperately. Yep. Uh, but I, I think Chicago would be cool if they if yeah. they signed Hollywood and they kept DJ Moore, they draft Caleb Williams, and then maybe they use the 109 pick they have to get like a Roma Dunze, and then all of a Ooh. sudden Chicago's got a, a pretty pretty smoking talent. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Offense there. That's
1: that'd pretty fun. That would be cool. But. All right, I just want to thank you again, all uh, anybody that that threw a, a question in there in the, from the Discord. Mm-hmm. I re- we really appreciate it. Um, I felt like this was uh,
0: it made us think a little bit, and I, I thought it was it was pretty fun. For sure. And if you guys have other questions, feel free to join the Dynasty Theory Discord. We're all in there. Um, thank you for all the questions. Hopefully, you enjoyed it, and we'll be back next week, and we'll catch you L- next time.
1: Little teaser. Uh, I think I'm gonna get in the itch to start a uh, fantasy effect listener league number four. I want to get. A, I wanted to get a little bit closer to draft because I think I want to do rookies included. Uh, oh, so baby. you know, if you're if you're interested, just wait till I uh, get it going.
0: Maybe uh, after the NFL Combine, which is next yeah. week. Maybe yes, we sir. can uh, kick one off. Yes, sir. Oh, baby, I got me all excited. <laughs> all right, let's get out right. of here. Peace. See you guys.